0: Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome. I'm your host, Ariane the Alchemist. I'm a tarot reader, an astrologer, and a psychosynthesis life coach, and you are currently listening to the 81st episode of the Neptunian Serenity podcast. In today's episode, we'll be doing a tarot and oracle reading, especially for the sign of Gemini, Sun, Moon, Rising, and the theme of this reading will be self worth. So, Welcome my beautiful Geminis. I hope you're well. Thank you for being here. Hope you're excited for this, at least as much as I am. But however you may feel right now is okay and welcome. So I hope you're well. So this is your um your installment, your episode in my series of self-worth readings. So if you don't know what that means, well, let me explain to you a little bit how we do things over here at the podcast in case you're new or you just need a little reminder every single month i do a series of 12 episodes one for each zodiac sign Now, i always make them in the natural order of the zodiac as well right from starting from aries all through all the way through pisces and every month um in said episodes we do tarot and oracle readings as i said um and every month we have a new theme for all of the signs for for a new series to explore together throughout that month And just, you know, to to change it up, to keep it a bit different, and because I think there's just so many different topics that are interesting to explore in these tarot readings, so that topic, this time it's self-worth, it's like the intention that we set at the beginning of the reading, and it's the one that we, it's the topic that we're asking Spirit to address for you in today's reading, whatever you may need to hear, or to know, or to reevaluate. Around this topic uh, within yourself at this time, essentially, so um these series the 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 topics of these series is never chosen completely at random, of course, I always choose intuitively, but I always go um i always I like to go with the flow of the zodiac seasons, so I like to choose a theme that is strongly associated with the archetype of the sign. That the sun is currently transiting through using tropical astrology because that's what I practice at the time that I'm recording this. Essentially, self-worth is a theme for Taurus season. <laughs> because right now it's Taurus season when I'm recording this. You don't have to listen to this during Taurus season, okay? Um, the messages that um will come through during the reading will be timeless, so trust that, and usually it's all in divine timing as well. So trust that the moment you find this is the moment you're meant to hear it, and the moment where um Things will apply to your current present reality whenever that is, okay? But the reading will always carry some sort of energetical imprint of the moment it was recorded in, which is Taurus season, amongst other things, right? Because that includes the current astrology. Um, but yeah, and also just because it's the theme is because of Taurus season doesn't mean you have to have Taurus placements, of course, right? I hope that that's clear. Um, and yes, self-worth is something associated with the, with the archetype of Taurus, and I just thought it was an interesting topic to dive into because it is, um, it, it's something that is important and that a lot of us struggle with, a lot of us have complicated relationships with, and I just kind of hope that by making the, a series of readings on this topic it could help um, some people out with uh, regarding um, their own journey to knowing their own worth and feeling confident within that and yeah so throughout the reading we're just going to be making some space for your spirit guides to come through and deliver a message to you about self-worth so if that sounds exciting keep listening because we're going to get into it right now <laughs> love. So let's get into it, shall we? So the first thing that I want to do is to actually connect to your spirit guides and ask them um, for a message for you regarding your self-worth because they probably have multiple things to say to you and they know you better than I do. So... (laughs) We're going to start with that. That's just going to be the intention I set with my cards and we'll just see we'll just see what comes through, all right? So asking to connect to Gemini spirit guides. Also, everyone has spirit guides by the way in case you don't know and you don't have to already have connected with them in the past, for them to be present with you, for them to care for you, for them to send us a message today. Okay, just clarifying that. Some of you might be a bit newer to tarot or newer to the podcast or these kinds of readings, because I felt called to explain multiple things um a bit more than usual even in the intro. So welcome. Um okay pulled I pulled a few cards from the Muse Tarot, but I do yeah, we're gonna pull some clarifiers right away so i pulled the eight of emotions the seven of materials in reverse the tower in reverse and the queen of voices in reverse interesting so a lot of reversed cards um and bottom of the deck we have the six of emotions can we get a clarifier yeah you have a lot of blocked energy that's what all of these reversals reversals are telling me can we get a reversal for the tower in reverse and then lastly for queen of swords mm-hmm. okay you have a lot of energy that you don't release, that you just remain stuck in your mind, in your body, in your heart, because you don't express it. That's the really the first thing that's coming through. As I told you, the fact that we have a lot of reversals is to me just um, showing that there's a lot of blocked energy here, which is okay. I mean, it is something that can be impacting or mental and physical health in the long run. But it's not like a personal failure. Um, Don't know why I felt called to say that. Okay, bottom of the deck. I just pulled some clarifiers with the Inquire within Oracle is what it's called. Bottom of the deck for that is seeing things for what they are in reverse. And clarifying the Eight of Emotions, you have... It's okay to feel feelings in reverse. Clarifying the Seven of Materials in reverse, you have notice predictable rhythms in reverse clarifying the tower in reverse you have be clear about what you want in reverse and clarifying the queen of swords in reverse well the queen of voices it's the queen of swords um in reverse you have release not in reverse upright (laughs) so you have eight cards out on the table now, and the only cards, you only have two out of these eight cards that are upright, all the other ones are in reverse, and those two upright cards are the eight of emotions and release, which is a very clear message that there's a lot that you need to process through. I kind of feel like you're very focused on forward movement in life, yeah. I'm also just getting like a short attention span or a need to always be doing something. You could have ADHD that could be connected to that. Um you could have ADHD and not know it, so feel free to look into that. Um it's actually very common for it to be missed by professionals. Um Yeah, there's just I I wanted to really just quickly mention the ADHD, but it's just like, it's there's when I said like it's actually quite common for it to go undiagnosed, like, there are a lot of like cultural, societal beliefs around ADHD that are not true. Also, and that does include like myths about like, oh, people who have it obviously know it, or you can't self diagnose at all, or. Every professional who is technically able to diagnose you will know enough to diagnose you. Some people have ADHD and they go to a professional and that professional is actually not very educated or knowledgeable about it, not as much as they should be, and they are like, no, you don't have it, and actually the person has it. So, um, yeah. And anyway, so that's for someone I'm trusting, but that's... Go back to what we were talking about, which Witch is not which is which is. Y'all are some jokesters. I mean, I should expect that from Gemini. You're trying. See, your <laughs> your energy is trying to make me like lose my 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 train of thought, and then joke around about a bunch of things, because you'd rather me do that than actually tell you the truth that hurts a little bit. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I see you though, I'm not gonna let you do that. Um... <laughs> so the eight of emotions, you know what, instead of me telling you about it, let's just get, let's just read what the booklet actually says about it, because it's going to be a lot more concise and precise with the words that it chooses. Some keywords, this is the eight of cups, by the way, all the, in that muse tarot, the muse tarot, the one that I'm using right now, um, all the suits have been renamed. Um, okay, so some keywords are walking away, healing old wounds and stories, choosing a better path for yourself, being disappointed, finding a better fit, letting go to make space for the new, the first day of a new life, and it says... The eclipse has unfurled its thickest protection, and it has blocked the blinding lights of illusion. It has lifted her strange sensation of being dulled and numbed, and stopped her falls happy. It has cast everything with a sheen of honest magic, and for the first time, she has seen it all for what it really is. Like a switch flipped, she has dropped it all, all the baggage, all the lifetimes, all the tethers, all the broken dreams. Oh, how often she has stayed when she didn't want to. How often she has done so much for them and never for herself. She realizes now as she walks away just how far off course she has twisted and how much she has changed. With this lifting of the spell, she can see everything in its lucidity. She asks you to bravely let go with her today, to cut the course that need cutting, and to courageously choose your own self and your own love enjoy this shedding of escape and ease not here on horizons it looms she walks away and heads toward her her life a future of bliss and of blooms okay so the the her and the she that they was referring to is just because uh this is the muse tarot so it's like a feminine deck um but it's it's symbolic of course Um, And there is an eclipse actually illustrated on this card. So yeah, you really need to take a break from life in general and reassess what has happened to you in the past few years actually because I feel like you haven't spent enough time being really present with your thoughts and with your feelings to really process and acknowledge and witness yourself. That is the most important step in healing is to witness what has happened and acknowledge what has happened because without that step you can't you can't go beyond any you like you can't do anything you can't heal anything if you don't even acknowledge that something has happened or what has happened and so there could be just um, memories of past heartbreaks i was hearing breakups as well so that could be relevant memories of past heartbreaks breakups losses, disappointments, even past memories of joy and victories and happiness that have been kind of not really felt because I kind of feel like you're never fully present is what your spirit guides are saying here. Um, And they're saying that you're missing out on a lot, you're missing out on a lot of your own life. And this is leading you to think that something's missing from your life, or someone's missing, or something's missing, or you're just not good enough yet, or just because you haven't achieved your goal yet, you don't have your dream life yet, you're just unhappy, you just feel a bit numb, you just feel unsatisfied, unfulfilled, it just feels like something's missing, and you're looking for it in all the wrong places because you think this is something external external of you, outside of yourself. But actually what's missing is con- fully connecting and being present with many different parts of yourself at once. Because it's kind of like you're going through life and you're only absorbing like one eighth. How m- I don't know how much of that is in percentages. That's not really dividable. 12.5%. <laughs> Okay, sorry. It just it just randomly stopped recording, which uh that's so fucking annoying, but anyway. Um so what I was going to say is imagine like you're going through life, just regular day-to-day life, right? Which will inevitably include boring, doing boring shit and also having fun and being sad sometimes, being happy sometimes, laughing sometimes, crying sometimes, etc., right? You're just going through life. And you're only You're only, you're barely connected to your body and your heart and your mind space. You're barely present enough. So you're only taking in about 12% of the emotions and the stimuli and the memories and the feeling and the sensations of what you're actually experiencing. And then you're wondering, what's missing from my life? Mm, I fucking wonder. (laughs) I'm not laughing at you. This is just like, so this is what's happening for you right now, right? And I'm sure that me saying it, I mean, I hope that me the way I'm explaining it is clear. But this is one of those things where it's like, once you understand what's happening, you're like, oh, that makes so much sense. But if you can't, you can't see it until you can see it. Because you're kind of like in the eye of a storm. That's kind of the thing. And you don't really understand that you're in a storm. But then when you, when you when someone finally tells you, like, hey, you're you're in a storm, that's why everything is, like, blurry and weird and chaotic around you, you're like, oh, of course, but you couldn't see it, even though, it's like, something is so obvious, hidden in plain sight, right? Something is so obvious that you can't see it, like how they always do in, like, movies and books, or, like, if you need to hide something, hide it in plain sight, right? And it's always, like, when the other characters are trying to look for the thing, it's, like... <laughs> It's like they always miss it. They always try too hard. Um, they always go for like, play. they always look for it in the wrong places, which I said to you earlier, you're, you're looking for that sense of satisfaction and fulfillment. That's, that's something that je ne sais quoi that's missing in all the wrong places when it's actually really plain, obvious and in front of you. Okay. Because all of these inquire within cards that are in reverse here. It's okay to feel feelings. Notice predictable rhythms. I always want to say patterns, but it's rhythms on the card. And be clear about what you want. Are you clear about what you want? Are you able to fully tell yourself that it's okay to feel your feelings and believe that? Are you able to let yourself feel your feelings without trying to fix them? Without trying to distract yourself? Without trying to intellectualize them? Without trying to resolve them? Are you... Aware enough of yourself and observant enough of your life and of how you navigate through the world that you're able to notice predictable rhythms within yourself and also within others. Because I feel like those are the things that are being blocked right now. So a full access to your feelings, enough awareness and presence and observation to notice predictable patterns and being clear about what you want, so yeah, I think that you've been, you, you feel like you've been kind of looming around, I don't know if that's the right word, but as we said, you feel like something's missing from your life, and, um, it's like, you feel, you can feel something's missing, because you feel dissatisfied, you feel not fulfilled, and at the same time, you can't fucking pinpoint what it is that's missing that's what's been so frustrating about that so you can't just be like oh i think what's missing is this so i'm going to pursue this i'm going to go after this right which is why we have be clear about what you want in reverse you're so confused that you're like yeah you don't have a clear sense of direction so you can't really use your own your will The way that you're meant to hmm okay I feel like this is a good moment to pull more cards so let's get on to this I'm gonna move the spread around a little bit to make some space for those new cards And, you know, the seven of materials in reverse, which is clarified by notice-predictable pat- uh Rhythms, Jesus. I always want to say fucking patterns. Oh, my God. Rhythms, notice-predictable rhythms in reverse. Um, It's like you never spend long enough in one place to build a routine or build, like, a comfort zone. And then you're like, why do I feel comfortable everywhere? Well, because you're not, like, I mean... Oh, my God. The the way I speak during readings is also like, also will kind of change based on like, just how I'm receiving the energy. And I will kind of speak without necessarily thinking because I just let myself channel it. But um, (laughs) I was going to say like, what was I going to say? It was going to sound rude, which is why I kind of stopped myself. But yeah, I was going to say like, that's your own fault or something like that. I don't remember what it was exactly. And listen, I also have a short attention span, that's okay, but, um, yeah, it's kind of, like, you, I don't know, you seek for comfort and family, familiarity in other people or something, you're like, why can't I just, I don't know, for example, a romantic relationship, why can't I, have a romantic relationship where I feel like that person is my bestie and they know me so well and I feel so comfortable just being myself with them all the time and we have like a cozy little domestic routine and blah 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 and it's like well do you actually stay long enough with anyone to actually develop that organically or are you just upset after like four months that you don't feel that way you know and that's like again that's not a roast but it's like like (laughs) You have to see things for what they are. Or it could be like a job. Like, why don't I ever... In my job, why can't I just have a job where I feel confident? I feel in control. I feel like I understand what was expected of me. And I understand how the hierarchy functions. And I get really along with my colleagues and my co-workers and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, do you actually stay in a job? Do you ever actually stay in the job long enough to create that comfort because comfort is something that's earned. It's not necessarily, I mean, it depends, but true ease and comfort is something that needs to be built. It's not something that can be found, which I feel is something important that you need to learn. Okay. It's something that takes time to build and nurture and cultivate. And I kind of feel like you're looking for it. You're kind of expecting it from everyone and everything right away. And then when you don't get that, you get frustrated. And instead of taking that as a sign of like, well, okay, I'm not there yet, but if I stick by this, maybe I'll have it. Um, You're like, oh, it's going to be better at the next place. It's going to be better with the next person. So then you just keep quitting your jobs or you just you just keep leaving your partners or you just keep moving um homes or something like that. In the hopes that the next one will be the right one and it's like well there's no perfect match out there there's not necessarily a perfect special soulmate person or workplace or apartment or whatever it is or friend um that will make you feel that way right away instantly because being comfortable includes implies that you are seen that you are known that others know you and for that to happen you need to be vulnerable with them you need to let them see you need you need to let them get to know you and that is uncomfortable you kind of need to be uncomfortable to become more comfortable eventually to have a comfort zone Mm -hmm. (laughs) harsh truths right but listen your spirit guides want to tell you this because they're like, they know what you're looking for. And they're like, listen, you could have it here, 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 but you give up. You don't care. Or you think that it's this is just owed to you, that you should just find a person. If it's like a romantic relationship, you should just find a person. And they right away know everything about you and they're already your soulmate. And it's like, well, soulmates are more often found than, well, they're more often, no, no. They're more often created than found that's the thing and you're never giving people or places the benefit of the doubt you're never giving people the opportunity to become your soulmate yeah you don't you don't explore the potential of things and of people and probably not your own as well and then you're upset that you haven't reached the full potential well it's like hello things happen kind of in a linear way you just have to follow through with the whole story with the whole series of actions or you know whatever it is to get to the end result because it's like some of you like want to be it's like oh my god that is such a great way to to explain this some of you want to like run a marathon but you only train for sprints oh that's so great (laughs) You want to run a marathon, but you only train for sprints. You only practice sprints. And then when you get to the actual fucking marathon, you're like, this fucking sucks. And it's because of the marathon that's not good enough. It's not because I didn't have the right strategy. It's like, well, (laughs) actually... And again, we're not doing all of this. Your guides are being a bit sassy here. And because you really need to know this clearly because I feel like your brain is very good at finding loopholes when you don't want to confront harsh truths. So I feel like spirit is also guiding me to speak a bit um, in a way that might be a bit confronting. I mean, I don't know how you're receiving it, but there are some, I just know the difference because sometimes I do other readings that are much softer and I take a lot more like precaution the way that I say things because that's how it comes to me. I sense like a more fragility, a bit more I feel like I'm guided to say things very clearly and a bit cutthroat because you really need to hear it. You need to know and you need to hear in a way that's so clear that you can't just listen to this and then close it, close the app and be like, oh yeah, she probably meant this and that and then I'm actually doing the right thing, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> um. <laughs> no. Um, but the goal of this, your spirit guides aren't just coming through to roast you. Your spirit guides love you. They want the best for you. They're telling you this because you need to know the truth. You need to acknowledge, and witness yourself and what you're doing and how you're not actually you're because your actions, your mindset, your perspective, your approach, your words, all of that, your strategy is not actually aligned with the results that you want. And spirit is saying you can have the results that you want, but you have to take a good look at yourself and realize that the way that you're doing things now is not going to get you where you want to go. So if you really want to go where you want to go, get what you want to get, be with who you want to be with, you have to reevaluate yourself and rethink your own patterns, rethink your own approach and be vulnerable enough and hold yourself accountable enough that you are able to change that and to just tweak your the way that you go at things so you can go back on the right track essentially. So your spirit guides are really coming through to tell you this because they want you to succeed. They want you to get what you want. But you need to be exposed to this harsh truth to 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 realize that you're not actually helping yourself right now. And because you're pretty disconnected from yourself, from your own emotions, you don't spend enough time with yourself. Just feeling your feelings, thinking your thoughts, observing yourself without any judgment. You just distract yourself a lot. You're doing a lot of things all the time because you're not spending enough time with yourself. You're very disconnected from yourself. You lack the self-awareness and the objectivity to realize on your own without the help of your spirit guides or without my my help as a reader to um realize this that you're not helping yourself right now okay so let me tell you what your new cards are because i I know i pulled them a few minutes ago i didn't tell you because i was i was i was talking um So you have the Empress in reverse, clarified by the Six of Wands. You have Death, clarified by the Nine of Swords in reverse. You have the Ace of Pentacles in reverse, clarified by the Seven of Wands in reverse. And you have the Page of Swords in reverse, clarified by Shadow Work, which is a special, a special, a special card in this deck. And at the bottom of the deck, you have the Lovers. And this is from the Child Tarot, by the way, if I didn't mention that. Um, okay. So yes, it's very clear with shadow work. That's what you need to be doing. There's a need to like not cuddle yourself, cuddle with an O, right? You can cuddle yourself if you want. Um, (laughs) Yeah, there's a need to not cuddle yourself. um, Because with this page of swords in reverse clarified by the shadow work card, as we said, like your brain, your ego is so good because I think you're a very smart person and I think your mind is very active as we said earlier um your brain is very fucking good at twisting and turning every situation that you're in where you get called out to make it so that you're convinced that you didn't do anything wrong and that you're on the right track you're doing the right thing and they're just the one who can't take it whatever it is that you're giving to them yeah And this comes from an inner child wound and i'm hearing misunderstood so yeah this comes from an inner child wound that this could be connected to like one specific event in your childhood which you may or may not remember consciously depending on how far away it is um the the initial memory doesn't always matter. It's, it's not necessarily it's oh I love when I say that, I love English. It's not necessarily necessary <laughs> to um connect to the initial event to heal something or to work on it, okay? Or to witness it. Um sorry about those cracking joints by the way. Um so yeah, this may come from a one specific event or it could just be Something that was like a recurrent theme at one period of your childhood, but I feel like you... This could be from a parental figure, a family figure, a teacher, an adult authority figure, right? Who would blame you for things that you didn't do, or who would be too harsh on the way that they would punish you and you would act out, or... I feel like there was an adult in your environment that always assumed the worst out of you. Like for example, if you had siblings and then you play with your siblings and you break something or just, you know, a mishap happens because you know, you're a child if it happens and then your siblings blame you, even if it wasn't actually you. And then the parents or whoever the adult is believes that because they already have like a negative judgment of you. They're always they're already assuming the worst about you, so you get wrongly punished, or you just don't feel heard by this adult, or it could also be that you always had good intentions to be kind and to do things right, but you would often mess up something, like, I don't know, maybe, oh, that's something, that, okay, I'm going to give an example, that's actually a personal example. I also have ADHD, and I also—I mean, also—I don't know if you do, but because we mentioned that earlier, I have ADHD, and I also didn't know for a really long time, because I kind of flew under the radar, um, wasn't diagnosed during childhood, but um, and something um, you know, so I have difficulty with understanding time and um, and planning things and um, you know being a good judge of how long something is is going to take me that kind of thing, and being just, just, just time awareness, like, when I'm doing something, if I don't look at the clock, I have no idea how long I've been doing it, like, genuinely, and, um, I would, it was, it would be really, really hard for me to be ready on time to go out, right, or, you know, to school, or to kindergarten, or to, like, um, an activity, and my um my mom was always very upset with me because she didn't struggle with that and she didn't understand and she i would tell her i w- I would feel sorry i would feel upset with myself and i would try harder the next time but it would always happen over and over again and sh- i she there there were times when you know she would be my mom would be upset cuz it would stress her out to be late and she would have to wait for me And I told her I wasn't doing it on purpose. And she literally did not believe me. And that was painful for me. Because I had good intentions. I was really trying so fucking hard. And no one was seeing that. And I was still failing. I was still a failure. I was still a disappointment in that moment. You know? So that was really difficult. And I feel like something like that could have happened to you. You know, probably with something else. But that you were genuinely trying really hard to do something right. And then it wouldn't happen. And then whoever that adult or parental figure is would just be like oh you're you fucked up again like look at you or you did it again or you're doing this to on purpose to annoy me or something or you're just you're doing this because you're mean you're trying to hurt other people even though it was an accident or you it wasn't meant to be like that and you had good intentions there's something like that within you you have that wounded inner child that feels misunderstood that feels like their words were taken seriously an inner child that wasn't believed, something like that happened to you. And that inner child, the thing is, those parts of us that are wounded, that don't that aren't seen, that aren't heard, that are misunderstood, they remain within us even as we grow up. And if we don't witness and acknowledge them, and if if we don't provide them with the care and with the witnessing that they needed at that time. They will hijack or will, as adults, and have us act out from past wounds that have nothing to do with the current situation, and that will often end up sabotaging our relationships with other people. So, I feel like when you are, when someone does come to you and is like, You hurt me in this and that way, or when you said that. It made me feel this and that way, or I don't think it was the right way to say that, or I you know, it wasn't right for you to say that or to do that, something like that. Um or they're like, I feel like that was mean, or something, it just it it triggers that inner child part of you, that past wound. And in that moment you're not capable of being present with what the, this other person is telling you, that you've heard them. All that you're thinking about is that you're feeling attacked, you're feeling misunderstood, you feel hurt, you feel wounded exactly the same way as you did when you were a child. And your instinct is just to, I need to protect myself. We need to protect ourselves now. And how does that happen? Where Well, it happens by dejecting blame or refusing blame either either trying to twist the situation with your words to You're, it's just it's just an instinctual fear response wounded response where you just you have that part of you that wounded part of you that's like we're in danger right now we're in pain and we need to protect ourselves and we need to do whatever it takes to be to get out of this situation. So it could be that you are uh, an avoidant person when it comes to conflict and you don't respond or you cut the person off instead of trying to... You're like, oh, okay, then, well, maybe you just can't handle me being real or maybe we um, are not compatible as friends or, part, uh, or as partners, then you don't talk to them anymore. Instead of trying to actually solve the conflict and hear out their feelings. you Yeah, you don't have that capacity in that moment or you haven't had that capacity in that moment to actually witness their experience and their feelings. You're only, you're overwhelmed with your own experience. Um It could be that you reject them. It could be that you... You could really use words as your weapon here, so you could kind of talk back to them or twist the the situation in the way that in, in the way that you now word it, they feel like they are wrong and you're right. You've convinced them that they they aren't actually heard that you did the right thing, or maybe you do say sorry, but you don't mean it. You just say sorry so that they leave you alone, but you have no intention of actually. Considering their feelings and trying to change because you feel attacked, you feel threatened. And then even if you have apologized or you do feel bad on the spot, like your mind, after you leave or they leave, your mind goes through all kinds of loopholes to... um To convince yourself that you were right and they were wrong. Even though most conflicts are just more nuanced than that. And a lot of the time it's not even about who's right and who's wrong. But in those moments, to you that's what this is about. And you are cutting yourself off from so many people by doing this. You are cutting yourself off from the... From so many opportunities to connect with other human beings. And what this will inevitably result in, if it hasn't already, is you being lonely as fuck. I'm sorry, but because you form bonds with people and as soon as something like this comes up, which is inevitable, that that will always come up in any human to human relationship no matter what at one point but as soon as that comes up you are completely unable to deal with it in a mature way or with an intention to actually work through it you just get scared and triggered and your response is to push them away even if you don't necessarily break off the relationship at that point you just close your you start to close yourself off emotionally and the other person also didn't feel heard, so there's something within the connection that that's like a breach. You get more distant emotionally, so it's never the same, and if and eventually it will end up in some sort of breakup. I was gonna say break off and break break up um some sort of break off or break up or, just a relationship that's like you're technically in a relationship, but you barely fucking know each other, you barely talk to each other, so you know. It's only theoretical at this point. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and you're kind of looking for that special person who's never going to cause you that trouble, who's going to accept you exactly how you are, no matter what, at all times. And see, that's exactly the problem. Because it is possible to find someone who accepts you exactly as you are. But that this isn't who you are, that wound isn't who you are, and them expressing their own hurt, seeing you as the imperfect person that you are, doesn't mean that they don't accept you as you are. That you, you really need to do some inner healing and inner work about this, because it, it, we have stated the inner child wound that this is connected to is real. So I'm not here to be like, get rid of this so you can start dating people. Um, come on. Like, no, that's not how it fucking works. Um, you need to have compassion for yourself. The thing is, you just, you did whatever happened when you were younger. I do, f- I do feel, I do know there was unfairness tied to this. There was a lack of compassion from someone who should have had more compassion for you, who should have listened to you more, who should have believed you, who should have had a better, more positive expectations from you. And they didn't. And that was from their own faults, their own lacking. And unfortunately, you can never change that, that this happened, that this hurt when it happened. But you can hear yourself now. You can be your own. You can be that adult that sees that inner child part of you with love, with compassion. You can tell your inner child, I believe you. I see you. I know that you weren't treated fairly. I know that you meant well. I know that you're telling the truth. And I'm sorry that you weren't listened to. But now I'm listening. I believe you now. I see you now. And I appreciate the way that you are trying to protect me when you feel scared because you think we're gonna be hurt again the way that we were in the past. But it's not the same thing. And I don't need you to protect me in that way. Because it doesn't actually help me. And I'm and I'm and I'm protecting us now. You have to be that loving adult or parental figure to your own inner child so that when your inner child is acting up or when your inner child is saying i'm hurt i'm wounded or i need to be seen i need you to believe me you do so little by little and over time that inner child part of you is going to start trusting you more and will, will not completely hijack your better judgment in situations that actually have nothing to do with them in this past wound And you're going to be able slowly and surely to witness your inner child and not let it completely overwhelm you so that when you are in a relationship or you are in a situation where someone is telling you, you hurt me, you're able to validate your own feelings within yourself and also hear this person out genuinely, see their own point of view, apologize and tell them that, you know, it wasn't your intention, but you can see how it hurt them and if you need to do better or change something that you are willing to try your best to make sure it doesn't happen again or you know whatever's going to be relevant but you're going to be able to work through these issues with the people that you love so that your relationships don't fall apart as soon as you feel triggered because you're the only one who can when, that, when those, that inner child part of you is triggered, is scared, is wounded, you're the one who has the power to respond to that trigger, to soothe it, to witness it, to hear it, to see it. You have that power within yourself. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, this is so powerful. I really hope that you're really absorbing what I'm telling you now and if you don't or if you're not sure or if you have moments when this gets triggered again you're like what did she say about this feel free to come back to this okay and yes feel free to um also it can be easier to process this and do start this 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 path with someone who is professionally trained I would suggest going to someone who is trained in inner child healing or trained in parts work in some way. It could be psychosynthesis. It could be internal family systems. Um, I am trained in inner child healing and psychosynthesis. Um, coaching. So I'm I am trained to do that. If you vibe with my energy, if you, um, feel like that's something that could be helpful for you, um, there is a possibility to work one on one with me. Feel so feel free but it doesn't have to be me, but, you know, I'm just saying, like, going to someone who understands and is trained to help people with the process that I just explained. Um, Okay. So, this is a very interesting reading. What else needs to be said here? I'm not sure, I mean, I just I talked so much and I was kind of focused on a specific part of the thread, but you know, it was what needed to come through. Let's pull more cards. I feel like that is the right time to do so. So, let's ask for, Can maybe let's ask for a message from your inner child, right? Why not? yeah why not because we've been talking about this so and you know this wounded inner child you have inner child parts of you or you have an inner child that is about more than just being wounded or about more than just a specific event right that's what we talked about today because that's what's relevant for you today but your inner child does have other experiences than just being wounded Okay, I am using the Threads of Fate oracle for this. Bottom of the deck, we have Shadow in reverse. Um, and the cards that I've pulled here, we have Death in reverse, Withdraw in reverse, Nature and the Void. And we have a, what is that? It kinda, I mean, I don't think it's exactly that, but it's definitely inspired. On the Nature card, we have like a biblically accurate angel woohoo how lovely those things are aren't they um okay let's start with this card i i want to read from the booklet what it says so let me find it nature 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 oh this booklet you know i appreciate their effort but the cards in the booklet are like Put into different categories so they're not actually in alphabetical order, and it's so fucking hard to find the cards. And I hate looking at the freaking table of contents, and it just fucking annoys me. So there's that. Um. Okay, nature. (laughs) Nature has a profound effect on our well-being. It increases creativity, relieves depression and anxiety, improves memory and focus, and rewires our stress response hormones. Studies have shown that even looking at photographs of nature can be of benefit. If you live in a place where you can easily access nature, spend some time this week to get out there. If you do not, think of some creative ways you can interact with nature from where you are. Whether this is sourcing, local vegetables, plant medicine, or even spending time in a park, you can also create an altar using natural material. Sticks, leaves, grasses, flowers, dirt, rocks, sand, or however you feel called. Okay, so, I mean, that's a pretty straightforward message from your inner child to spend more time in nature. You know, it is true that being in nature, because we are nature, human beings, we are nature, we are animals, and it is actually very unnatural for us to live in houses and apartments and to be inside so often and... To live in cities where there's a bunch of pollution in the air and always weird unnatural and hard surfaces that we walk on like sidewalks and concrete and whatnot we're not meant to live this way so it's kind of normal that it that kind of ends up making us feel more disconnected from our own bodies and from our own humanity and being with ourselves so spending some time in nature is going to help you be present and connected to yourself so go for it Even if it's just, you know, you don't have to, like, go hiking for two hours. You can just, even if it's just, like, working on your laptop on the patio outside instead of inside. That's already better than nothing, okay? So... Okay, we're going to talk more about these cards later on, but I do want to pull more cards now. I feel like I, there's one deck I haven't used that that I pulled out for you, and I I, I want to use it now. So, what does Gemini here need to hear? Where will this lead them next? I feel is what I want to ask. Yeah we have a beautiful these yeah I highly recommend looking at your your spread and for these cards because so okay obviously it's this is a podcast you can't see the cards that I'm pulling which is kind of the only con if you ask me compared to like video format um tarot readings um you don't need to see the cards to get the full messenger the full experience but it's fun they're pretty it's cool to see for you what I'm seeing um It's always an opportunity for you to see the cards if you want to just head over to my instagram and um look through the highlight on my on my profile called podcast should be in there labeled with the episode number and gemini self-worth reading okay it's going to be in there within a few days usually if you uh, of, of me posting it at maximum if you can't find it feel free to dm me it's going to be in there but because this specific deck that i'm using right now it has very beautiful imagery and that is very different on each card so, this one has a lot of, like, um, greens. Yeah, I can't describe the whole thing, obviously. And I feel like if I tried, it would just be frustrating. But it is called Creation. And it says, The creative force starts as a spark. It is energy that radiates out in all directions with limitless potential. It is the breath of life and the blood that courses in our veins. It is every molecule of water in our body and the thoughts that ignite in our brains. Just as we have been created, we have been endowed with great ability to create. When we deny our creative force, we stifle our greatest inherent gift. To be alive is to create. What are you bringing into this world? Are you holding back, afraid to fully commit? This is the time to use your powers of creation and bless us with the gift that only you have to share. Okay, so when I pulled this card, you heard me. I said, "What? where will this lead the next? Right? That's what I asked because that's just what came to me, and I love that we're pulling this, because I feel like this is going to be encouraging, encouraging messages, hopefully, for you to work on this, because inner work is not just, obviously, it has the work, the word work in it, um, so it can feel and look a bit gloomy, and it's true that it's often a bit uncomfortable, so it can be a bit like, oh, I have to do my fucking inner work, goddammit it, you know, Um, And that's okay if you feel that way about it. I think we always have moments where we feel that way about it. But the point of doing inner work isn't just for the sake of doing it. And it's also not just for the sake of other people having a better experience with us. It's truly, it, it, it is real that we also feel better, that we have a better life, that we are more connected to ourselves, that we get to explore a fuller potential of creation more when we do more inner work so they're actually such beautiful rewards for you um, on the next side of this issue of this challenge, of this pattern and it may seem unrelated but it's not and maybe you don't understand how this is connected like how is it me working on my inner child healing my inner child going to lead me to be more creative when it comes to this and that who the fuck knows? Well, the universe knows, but the universe will always be more too complicated for us to fully understand, and that's fine. But it is connected. So you know. And creation can mean many different things. It's not just artistic creation, although if that is something relevant for you and you've been kind of lacking some inspiration or something like that, um, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna improve as you do this work, okay? But yes, I love that on the card it says, like, to create is to, like, to be alive is to create because really we're all meant to create and we all creating as when we live fully. And this is what it, this is really all about for you living more fully. Living more fully because you feel like something's missing. And that something is that connection to the world, that connection to yourself, that connection to your own heart, that connection to your own powers of creation. And this is what's awaiting you on the other side of this struggle here that we've been talking about. So ooh-hoo. I hope this is exciting. I hope this is encouraging for you and motivating. Um, what else will come of this? What else? Okay. How the freaking deck wanted to come out there, but we're gonna take just one for now. Well, this card, the imagery is very different. This is all very like orange and bright yellow and red. This is called Letting My Light Shine. Mm -hmm. And it says, what is your gift? Do you keep it hidden so that no one can see? The self reveals its essence and finds purpose in sharing its unique talents. Your brilliance is yours and yours alone. Only you can create marks made by your hand, music expressed by your voice, and the poetry of your individual experience. Shining your light will not only bring health and healing to your own body, but to all those around you. (laughs) <laughs> this is so freaking cool. And I love that this is like, there's, this is just already connecting to, it's, blah. okay, this is connecting to what we've already said and also expanding it. And I, I don't even feel the need to say anything more about that because I feel like that was just so self-explanatory. So living more fully, expressing yourself more, and therefore creating more. Yeah, definitely think that some of you are artists or are seeking to create something very tangible or very meaningful. And all of that potential to create is within you. But if you're not connected to yourself, how can you be connected to everything that wants to be expressed within you and therefore your creative power, right? And the answer is you can't. You've only been. You remember when we talked about the one eighth, like only being one eighth um connected to like one eighth of what you're currently experiencing, one eighth of yourself, one eighth of the feelings and stimuli of what you're you're experiencing in your life. That was like twelve percent. So imagine that right now and recently you've only been connected to twelve percent of your creative talents, of your creative potential, of the the things that could inspire you. So, and you, I think you've already been creating some pretty good stuff. So, um, think about what could happen if you were connected to 100% or at least a lot more than 12%, right? The possibilities are truly infinite for you, but you had to accept your own infinity before you could see that. Ooh, yeah, okay. Um, let's get one more card or maybe two more what else will come of this okay again very different imagery this is all like very like brown and beige Um, and this is called flying (laughs) and it says do you feel like you are moving too fast Mm. (laughs) we talked about this you see the scenery but the details are out of focus learn to be present in the moment bro are you fucking kidding me (laughs) okay spirit drop the mic um when the frantic when the frantic pace hits and distractions are rampant feel the wind that supports your wings notice how it lifts and carries you effortlessly take a few deep breaths and focus your eyes on what is directly before you observe the details follow the curves and the objects notice the colors appreciate the lighting return to your day with greater awareness and appreciation okay period spirit thank you for confirming what I've been saying (laughs) um yeah and you know what there's actually a line from a song that I've been listening to pretty often recently coming through and that's that line is um as soon as you taste independence you start living life in the present nice it's a very like empowering song I think it's called seize the power I don't remember the artist but um you might find it just just from that but yeah and let's get one last card please what will come of this thank you we have <laughs> very beautiful the, the the imagery on this one it feels a bit psychedelic um this is called clan call oh my god this is oh, i cannot believe this okay it says calling together the brothers and sisters of our one world tribe we have so much to offer one another you may feel alone you may be disheartened or downtrodden but that is no reason to hide signal a call find your clan and realize that we are all in this together in a circle we support each other in a circle there's always room for one more give yourself the sacred gift of belonging be in community listen, if that doesn't fucking motivate you to do this inner work, I don't know what will. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Unleashing your creative power, unleashing your own potential, expressing yourself more deeply, being more present with your own life and finding your soul family, your people. What what more do you want? What more do you want, Gemini? <laughs> um it's okay to want more, but you know, like this is so, this is so beautiful. And this is, this is awaiting you. This is awaiting you, but you have to make efforts to be more present. You have to face a discomfort in order to build comfort. See that if, you know, that is one of the things I want you to remember from this reading. You have to face a discomfort to build comfort because comfort is within your reach, but it, it's not something that's just a given or that just falls onto your lap. Okay. Yeah. Let's, because I did mention we were going to go back to these other cards. We read the nature card, but we haven't read the other ones. And we have a little bit of time left, so let's do that. Let's read the death card. It is something that's kind of disappointing that in this deck there aren't, like there's There's like long explanations of the cards, but there's no other interpretation for when the cards are in reverse and i'm it saddens me a little bit um that's okay. I might give you my own interpretation death there it is, okay, and death is really something you know you remember in your tarot cards you also have the death card, so this is something that's especially important for you um right now. This card signals that an ending, change, or metaphorical death is currently happening or on the horizon. It may feel like the universe is stripping things away from you. You may feel shaken, raw, and uncertain. This is okay. This period is a preparation for what is to come. New adventure and abundance is making its way to you, and it needs space. Sometimes we can get too focused on the things we need to get rid of, or the things that need to die, that we are not inviting in new things into your life. When we bring in more life, it is easier to allow things to die. If you find yourself in a period of death, try to incorporate some new things and you can enjoy to create balance. Okay. Um, the fact that we have both of these death cards, I mean, I think this is, again, talking about the stuff that, we've been, that we talked about at the very beginning, how you weren't really processing things from the past. So I think there was some of that that could be some like energetical links that you still have going on with past things, past people. That are draining your energy a little bit. Um, there could also be... Um, I also think that this is saying that like... Because we talked about the fact that sometimes you may have had... Or you may have the instinct to just cut someone off when they scare you. When they trigger you. I feel like this is saying like... Don't try to claim that power 100% for yourself. Like you're not the only one who gets to decide what is what stays in your life and what doesn't. If something needs or someone needs to be taken away from you, the universe and your spirit guides will take care of it. They will make sure it happens. You don't have to do it to go out of your own way to do it all the time by yourself. Trust the trust the wisdom of your own spiritual team. Yeah and then the withdraw card If I can find it once again I don't know why I have such like disdain for looking at the table of contents but I just I just do. Listen, that's something that is not logical of me, but that is something that I do. So, there you go. Okay, that death card was one of the last ones, and the withdrawal card is one of the first ones. This card is reflective of the winter season, the time of stillness, death, and collecting our resources. It It calls for a retreat of sorts. While our culture values productivity, doing, acting, and pushing forward, spirit is asking you to take a break and to relax. Go within yourself, find stillness, gather your strength for what is to come. We often find the solutions we need when we step away from all that we are doing and allow allow ourselves to unfold. Yeah, so this is something that we talked about at the very beginning of the reading. So I feel like this is just coming through as like a reminder because I think that that that's one of the most important things you need to remember from this reading. So because clearly, I mean, typically when I do readings, you know, they're pretty long and I talk a lot. So there tends to be like a lot of information that comes through. Um, and it's normal if you don't process all of it just yet but this is like one of the important things you should remember and this is also why you are welcome to come back to it if you needed a little um, reminder right okay and we're gonna read the last card which is the void and then that's gonna be it for the reading okay the void can be deeply uncomfortable it is nothing an emptiness that penetrates all aspects of self We may feel blank. What we were once passionate about feels cold to us. We may not be able to see or sense anything about where we are going next. We may enter a void after all that we have known is not what we thought it was. It may feel like disbelief. It may feel like you don't have any faith. It may feel like you don't know what is real and what is not. This is the part we must surrender to. This may also indicate a time where you are questioning everything you believe in, spiritual beliefs or questioning your significance in the world. When you are in the void, you may have an instinct to feel the empty space. To fill the empty space. Because we can get uncomfortable here, we may miss some of the lessons. We are taught to constantly push forward. The void teaches us to be still and okay with uncertainty. Trying to escape this space ensures we stay here or return sooner than we would like. You may have an instinct to fill the emptiness, but remind yourself that emptiness is a prayer. Ooh, okay. I mean, that's a beautiful note to end on. And again, it's just something that, uh, kind of a message that's already come through during the reading. So I hope that that was helpful. And remember, if it feels a bit daunting, remember that you are strong enough. There's nothing truly dangerous or threatening in the void because it's 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 yourself it's your own self it's your own consciousness your own heart your own mind and remember the cards that we read prior to this that spoke of what will come next and um the beautiful opportunities are ready for you are ready to wel- welcome you when you actually take action and have the courage to be in this void space for some time instead of trying to distract yourself or to fix things or to quickly move on to the next best thing which is how you kind of have been operating, but it's, it hasn't been the right thing for you. And it's let, it's, it's led you here now where you feel unsatisfied with your life and like something's missing, right? Or the the void is where you find that, that, that one piece that's missing and it's a piece that's already within you. Okay. So that's going to be the end of your reading, Gemini. Um, that's all I'm seeing for you today i hope that you enjoyed i hope that this was helpful and insightful even if it may have been a little bit confronting Listen, it happens sometimes um (laughs) but i hope that this was um helpful nonetheless if it was you can let me know by giving the podcast a five stars review that really helps me out and it also helps more people find the podcast if you think these readings would be helpful to more people feel free to share with the people around you that you think would enjoy this as well um, feel free to listen to your other signs, these are always for someone rising, either within this series of software readings, or you know, I, this is already like the seventh series I think I'm making on the podcast, so there's already so much content on here for you on other topics and other um helpful guidance on the universe um, channel through me, and I'm sure that you haven't listened to all of that yet, so you can enjoy that if you want to, to get even more from me, and get more updates from me, you can follow me on other platforms, uh, all of that's I'm gonna mention now the links and all that. It's all within the, t- the description of the episode. It always is. If you want to see your cards, head over to my Instagram as instructed earlier. Um, if you want to alchemize this even further, you can book a one-on-one session with me. I have multiple different offers. Check that out in the link below. And I would love to have you. I would definitely think that I if this was helpful for you, um, I definitely think that I could help you um kind of deepen this work, or you know, it could be on something else as well but um yeah and if you want to become a subscriber and access even more exclusive content that's also something that is a possibility follow the podcast for more that's free and um, if you want to get more and i promise some of these um <laughs> readings are a bit more lighthearted sometimes okay um sometimes it's a bit more oh this is just fun without me having to question my entire fucking life perspective <laughs> which shout out to you for doing this okay I know it can be uncomfortable to hear this you're already doing the inner work, and sitting with this void space by allowing yourself to listen to all of this, okay, so great job if you're still here, and yeah, I think that's it, I think so, I think I said everything, so okay, thank you so much for being here, um, I'm sending you so much love, you are so brave, and there's so many great things awaiting you, you can do this, and yeah, keep loving yourself, keep holding yourself accountable, and take care, and I'll see you next time, bye!